School is in session for you as a parent on the podcast. We are going to dive in to talking about your child's education and helping them transition back to school. We're going to talk about advocacy and IEPs and answering frequently asked questions. What you're going to see with this mini series throughout the month of August is we have a mix of new episodes and some replay episodes as well that shared so much goodness around this topic that I want to be sure that you've heard it, especially with so many new listeners on the podcast. So let's dive in. Welcome to a parenting space actually designed for you, where you can get answers about navigating a life that includes autism. I'm Dr. Tay, and today I have a mini episode just for you. For today's episode of School is in Session, we have a remix of a previously recorded episode. It was episode 12 with autism consultant Molly Johnson on visual supports. Here's the thing about that episode, we dove into so many topics. And with Molly being a former special education teacher, we got so many insights about advocacy and how to navigate the special education system that I wanted to do a remix of this episode and make sure that you heard this information. So I pulled excerpts from that original episode, packaged them together into a new episode for you today. Even if you heard this original interview, I still think These are going to be important reminders as you head into this academic year. All right, y'all, we are back for another episode and so excited to have another guest on the podcast, Molly Johnson. She is the autism consultant on Instagram, and we're going to be learning so much from her today. I'm particularly excited because she has a background in special education and then loves educating autism parents. We have such a similar mission. Molly has her master's in education and is a former autism teacher. She has now become the autism consultant teaching parents about visual supports, potty training, and behavior and coping. I love watching her social media myself and always love the short bite-sized pieces of information that she gives to parents. Molly, welcome. Thank you so much for being here today. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. And yes, we met on Instagram and that's where I spent a lot of my time giving that bite-sized information and meeting so many parents and professionals. So I'm so glad that we connected and we were able to do this. Absolutely. Well, why don't you tell us a little bit about how you made that transition from being an autism teacher into this social media space? Absolutely. So like you said, I majored in special ed when I went to college and it was funny. First, my major was nursing and I had this grand plan to be a nurse and I hated it. I didn't want to do it. I wasn't looking forward to it. I was just doing it because I didn't know where I was supposed to be in life and what I was supposed to be doing. And one of my friends said, Hey, I'm majoring in special ed. I work with autistic kids at this autism program. Why don't you come shadow me at work? Because I think you would be better fit for that than nursing. So I went and shadowed her at work. And I was like, I love this. The next day I went and changed my major to special ed. I went and begged for a job at this autism program and I became an autism teacher and I loved it. But what I found is that I would teach during the day. I would go home from school and I was very involved with the parents. We had each other's phone numbers. We would text back and forth when needed. But what I found is that the parents would be texting and emailing me in the evening for help at home saying, hey, Molly, we're working on this behavior. We're seeing this behavior at home. What should we do? Or, hey, Molly, we want to work on this skill. We want to work on potty training. What do we do? Where do we get started? 
So I realized, okay, I was almost working a double job because I was working during the day. And then I was going home and basically consulting these parents in the evening. And that's when I decided I had about 12 students at the time of this small group of parents. If they had these questions, I bet there are other parents out there looking for guidance and support on things like behaviors and coping and potty training as well. So I decided I'm going to start a podcast and an Instagram account. I'm just going to put advice out there and information out there of everything that I'm doing in the classroom and everything I've learned along the way. And if it helps one person, good job done. I'm helping somebody out. And it quickly became a thing. I saw so many parents out there needed help and advice and encouragement. And so now, yes, I'm the autism consultant online where I have online courses and I support parents. And the cool thing is when I was an autism teacher, I could impact 12 kids every year. And it had to be in my town that I lived. Now I I can impact an unlimited amount of families. And I work with families from all over the world, which is the coolest thing. And then I get to meet wonderful people like you online where we get to collaborate because we need parents to know about each other. Like there are other people out there in this space wanting to support you. So here we are. Absolutely. And I think being in the field myself, what I find is parents have to piecemeal all this information together. And I think social media has been incredible in that sense, right? You can go and find someone who's going to walk you through everything. What I love too is you are talking broadly to parents, but then you have this special education background. And I think sometimes that, that bridge between what's happening at school and what's happening at home can be an area of challenge. Like how do we make it seamless? So I guess, do you have any suggestions? It sounds like the school you worked at sounds amazing, but it also sounds pretty unique, right? That you had this really strong working relationship with parents, they had your number, all of that. How would you encourage parents though to start collaborating with teachers and the IEP team and all of that. Yeah. And you said the perfect word collaborating because collaboration is key from day one. I always let my parents know we're on the same team. You and I we're hooking arms and we're on the same team and we're going to accomplish a goal together. I want to use you, the parent as my biggest resource because nobody knows the child like the parent, Mm -hmm. you know, and thinking about the support team, the IEP team through the years, That's going to change left and right. People are coming and going. Professionals are coming and going. That parent is the one constant person on that child support team forever. And so professionals just really see that parent as a resource. We can really realize that the more we work together, the more we put our heads together, the further we go with this child, with whatever they need to work on. So if your teacher is not reaching out in the beginning and wanting to collaborate and wanting to be a team. Maybe the parent needs to be the one to take the first step. I wish in every situation it was the teacher because I hate to put one more thing on the parent's plate, but really reach out to that teacher and let them know, hey, I'm here. Whatever question you have about my child, I'm here to answer, to help you. I see behaviors at home. I see skills that need to be worked on at home. So we can ping pong ideas back and forth to help each other out in both the school and home with these behaviors and skills. But just reaching out to that teacher or provider or whoever is on your team, your support team and saying, hey, I want to be on your team. I want to link arms. I want to be your resource. Ask me questions at any time and letting them know from the beginning, 
I want this communication to be a two-way street. I want to work together. I think about the parents that I worked with when I was in the classroom and it wouldn't have worked if we didn't collaborate. We wouldn't have made it that far with a child's progress if we didn't work together. Because like I said, the parent knows that child better than anybody else. So I'm calling that parent and I'm saying, hey, will your child respond to X, Y, and Z? Okay, no, what about this instead? Use each other as a way to collaborate and get further ahead with that child. Absolutely. Yeah, I love that. And that's something I talk a lot about is parents are the experts of their children. Yes, I'm an expert in autism. I'm an expert in child psychology and all of that. You're an expert in education. Your pediatrician is an expert in your child's like physical health and development and well-being. All of that is true, but you need to be empowered as the parent at the center of this that you are an expert. I do talk about, but it's interesting to think about in terms of school, it is a little tricky. I have episodes on this where I'm like, if you don't feel empowered as a parent, find a different provider, find one that truly values you. It does start to get a little bit more complicated with teachers and all of that. But even within the school system, there's ways you can advocate and be able to say, maybe this teacher isn't the best fit for our family. And a lot of times there's multiple teachers that do similar things and all of that. Yeah, absolutely. And I think anytime you walk into a scenario where you're going into your child's support team, you're going maybe to an IEP meeting, maybe an appointment you have with someone, just giving yourself a little pep talk and letting yourself know as a reminder I add value to this situation I'm about to walk into. Like we just said, nobody knows the child like that parent and reminding yourself that you are a contributor to the team. You don't have to be the sole person providing answers and solutions just because you're a parent, but you are the one that also adds value. So don't discredit yourself walking in. Oh, that's so good. I add value. And I think for IEP meetings in particular, which can be really challenging, which if you're a parent, you're listening to this, you keep hearing us throw around the term IEP. This is a support plan for your child in the school that gives them accommodations and interventions and all of that. The tricky part is your child may have a medical diagnosis of autism that doesn't always mean that they're going to qualify automatically for an educational diagnosis of autism. But I love this idea that even if you're hitting a little bit of resistance or frustration, reminding yourself that you do add value and you do need to speak up in these situations. Unfortunately, I've heard a lot of stories of parents signing IEPs being like, I didn't agree with it. You don't have to sign it, right? It's an iterative process. So I just, I love that so, so much. Yeah. And we were talking about Instagram and social media earlier to educate parents and letting them know little bite-sized pieces of information. And there's so many different accounts that talk about the IEP process, which is wonderful. Parents can learn how to truly advocate for themselves. So I know it sounds silly sometimes go to social media to find information, but truly there are some gems out there that you can be following and learning from. So don't be afraid to poke around online and see what others are trying to teach you about the process. I know, for example, Catherine Witcher, she trains teachers and parents how to be an IEP advocate. And I was a teacher who wrote IEPs, but I still learned so much from her account. So go search for what you're looking for information on. It's out there. 
Yeah. And I'd say even if you feel like you have the best IEP team in the world, I believe we all learn and grow. Like you were just saying, like I did this and I still learn so much. And so that's another side of it is even if you're like, this is the best collaboration ever, still educating yourself and bringing that information to right. your child's teacher and being like, hey, I learned about this. What do you think about that? Because magical things can really happen when we have this collaboration modes. Yeah, and perfect example that you just gave with how to collaborate. Hey, I just heard this, what do you think about it? Telling somebody what you think the good idea is and asking their input on it. That is a great way to present a new strategy or idea to your team. So I just wanted to throw that out there if any parent needed that as an example. Awesome. Thank you so, so much for all your insights and value today. This was so wonderful and I think was such an important topic. So glad we could connect and do this. Absolutely. This was great. And that is a wrap for today's remix episode. If you want to hear more of the original episode, go back to episode 12. We talk about potty training. We talk about visual supports. We talk about behavior and coping. And you can also visit Molly's Instagram to continue learning from her. It's the autism consultant. She also has a membership where she supports parents and shares all the wisdom and knowledge that she learned as a special education teacher. All right, y'all, more to come with this mini-series of School is in Session, including a Q&A episode where I will be answering your questions about the educational system and how to help your autistic child transition back to school. If you have questions after listening to this episode or questions that you've been wondering broadly about autism and education, send me a DM and I will do my best to include your question. Keep in mind, I can't provide any sort of tailored recommendations for your child, but I love being able to educate on this topic especially as kids transition back to school. Bye, y'all. This episode was meant to be short and sweet. Full-length episodes air every Wednesday with many episodes like this sprinkled in between. So subscribe now so you don't miss the next one. And if you want to inspire a future episode, because that's how we roll over here, ask me a question on any of my social media pages for a chance to have your question featured. Bye, y'all, and I'll see you soon.